pockets of sunshine coming in throughout the day today. We're not going to get a whole lot warmer than we are, uh, maybe 10 degrees. So we're going to the low 70s today. It's going to be muggy. It's going to be sticky tomorrow. Stray shower in the morning. However, you might hold off till tomorrow, Bob, clearing up later in the day tomorrow with temperatures back in the upper 70s. And then tomorrow afternoon and Thursday will be nice and sunny and um, and a good day. So, yeah, it looks like we'll cruise into the weekend uh, pretty good, Howard. But I wanted to get a little bit done, and I'm so proud of myself because I did. Could have been very easy for me just to sit there and say, you know, it's going to rain. It's fixing to rain. It is raining, but I didn't. <laughs> Teddy kept wanting to go in the swimming pool again. Uh, my, my son's pool is up, but it's still – I mean, we've been in a couple times, but it's still too cold to get in. Plus, yesterday was one of those days where – and he would look outside and say, Granddad, it's, the sunshine is out. Let's go. Well, yeah, but the, the rain would come like in five minutes. It was one of those – one of those kind of days. So um, we did not get in the pool. Not uh, Teddy was a little unhappy about that. 7-12, 12 minutes after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. So the whole team is here once again. Mr. Slider, good morning. I already said good morning to you, but good morning, sir. Good morning back at you, Howard. And Garrett is here for at least a couple more days. Good morning, good young morning. lady. There's somebody just wandered in our building. Who That's is that? uh, Coach uh, Delbrook. He gets here early in the oh, morning. Okay. I don't know what he's doing, but he's doing <laughs> selling some beer and he's doing something else. I, I'm not quite sure. I just get nervous. I out, out the side window here, I see somebody skirting by. He it's probably like, came in for a couple of cases. Is it, is it a goblin going by or what? Uh, what is it? So, all right. Anyways, good morning, Garrett. How are you this morning? I'm pretty good. Thank you. Two days left. Yeah, today and tomorrow. Today I'm sad. and tomorrow. We'll be sad. No, you won't. Oh, well, a little on. bit. <laughs> well, you know we're going to miss you, Gary. I know. I don't know what you guys are going to do without me. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do probably on uh, – you're here Wednesday, right? Yes. On Thursday, we'll talk about you. Great. That's what we'll do. That's when you're gone. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about you. So I'll listen in the airport. <laughs> so there you go. I'll text in. Yeah, I'll text in. Text in. Let us, let us know how we're doing. On the outside looking in. Right I took to, a little bounce out of her step already this morning, Howard. Oh, no. And I said, look, you got two what days left. done? I said, you have two days left. You know, you're you're a you're kind of a tomboy. You know, very beautiful tomboy at that. Uh, would you like to do a sports cast? You know, and she said that's a great idea. And then she started <laughs> trying to decipher my handwriting. I'm how practice on every. <laughs> so she's practicing, practicing, practicing. We'll see how she does. Yes, we will. <laughs> yeah, Bob. You Bob handwrites everything. I do a lot of that too, though. I forgot to print some of my stuff up out today, so I don't normally have. But I I scribbled everything on a piece of paper as well this morning. I usually am better organized than this. Uh, let's see. First of all, Bob, I guess uh, con- uh, condol. What's the right word? Not condolences. See somebody die, Howard? No, no, it's not die. That's why I was. <laughs> that was a bad phrase. Uh, we should just take note of the fact. Okay, I'm taking note that uh, Governor Justice Ooh. had surgery yesterday. He did. JJ uh, on the mend. Uh, get, get well, Governor. Uh, bad gallbladder, isn't that the? the yeah, news? you know, he had his gallbladder removed um, in the release from the governor's office. He said it was. Um, uh, routine and successful. I'm sure it was. Gallbladder removal is fairly routine. Uh, said that he never had any gallbladder problems before, but I guess last week he began to note some pain, and this week they said, well, it's just as well to get rid of it. I think the gallbladder is one of those organs that really doesn't do a whole lot. Yeah, kind of what, what, is it, what, what does it do? Well, it collects the bile Ugh. from your liver. Sounds like that's pretty important. And, I was going to say, I think I need that. <laughs> and sometimes the uh, the bile ducts get clogged, and that's what tends to cause. I did some research on this last night. Ah, look at you, Howard. Uh, but it, uh, your bile ducts get clogged, and that does create problems. I mean, gallbladders can create 
serious problems, but 90% of the time, I picked that number, but a large percentage of the time, it isn't a big deal. Now, you know, probably the first question the doctor had for the governor, right? Uh, did you lose any money today? How are we going to pay for this? Yeah, how you know, pay for this? Has your insurance been revoked, Governor? You know, this is pretty costly here. That I, you is know. a very good point. That's I a- need my money, Governor. <laughs> governor, I don't want to be uh, – I, I really don't want to be, be crass about this, but uh, I've been reading the stories. And what's the guy's name, the, the gas guy? You want to take care of him, Governor, because uh, he's very, very important. Yes, yeah, pay been, him too. I've been listening to Hoppy and Monroe, and uh, and uh, my understanding is you're having some financial difficulties here. So, no, in all seriousness, I, I think I'm sure it's not a big deal at all. Um, but here's, the, here's my only thought. <clears throat> In terms of making a comment, first of all, yeah, just hope the governor recovers well. Gallbladder surgery is routine. I've known people who've had their gallbladders removed. It can come on very suddenly. It can be horrible pain. It comes on very suddenly, and then they can remove it, and that's it. Uh, and, again, I don't think the gallbladder does a lot. I mean, like it has appendix. a function. Yeah, exactly. It has a function, but you can do without like it. Like your spleen. Yeah, a lot of people do without it, so it, it's okay. The only thing I'll, uh, in terms of him being the governor and being a candidate for Senate and so on is – Unfortunately, it, it raises once again the question of his health. Now, any of us could have gallbladder problems, okay? One of my sons had a gallbladder removed. I mean, he's, you know, young. He's about, about a little more than Garen's age. So I, it, it's not a function of age or anything, but still, one of the issues that lays out there over Governor Justice is his health. And we've even talked about it with him on this show. And he admits his health is, you know, he's got problems. He's got bad knees. He's got, he's overweight. He admits that and it creates problems for his heart. I'm not implying anything. Please do not anybody misunderstand me. I don't think this gallbladder surgery creates any kind of health problem. But it simply raises that issue once again. Absolutely. I think there are guys like Robert Byrd, like Howard Monroe, that are probably going to work up until the day that they say... Hey, I'll see you guys later. Surrounded by your family, Howard, as we talked about many, many times. Yeah. You know, and some are not equipped for that. Some ought to just say, look, I've done enough. I'd like to live a little bit more. I don't need the stress. And my body is kind of breaking down on me a little bit. I need to retire. Again, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put caveats in here to the point that everybody's going to say, stop saying that. But I'm not in any way implying anything bad about no, no, no. surgery yesterday. Because you can't retire. you got to be Mooney. You know? So stay <laughs> well, in there, Governor. Get well. But quick. that's the issue, though. If I'm Mooney, I, I'm sitting with my advisors going, hmm. Just another card to play. Another health issue here. Let's just, you know, let's just put that on the list, and that could come up sometime. But, again, I certainly hope the governor – the governor is doing well, um, and I, I have no reason to disbelieve – I don't always believe press releases I get from the governor's office. Let's be brutally honest about it. But I have no reason to disbelieve that. Routine gallbladder surgery, and gallbladder surgery usually is. And uh, it was successful, and he's recuperating, and uh, – I don't. I don't remember if the press really said. Did I bring it in here? I don't remember if it said that he was. Um, it was inpatient or outpatient. He, oftentimes, just outpatient. Sir, he may be back at the office already. Well, he never goes to the office, but he may be back at uh, at his home. Seven eighteen. Eighteen minutes after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. <sighs> Exciting news for me. All right. Exciting news for me. Came across this yesterday. 
you know, there's one thing I try to do every day. Now, of course, it's do the radio show, drink a little coffee. But irritate me, Howard? Is that it irritates that you? We've already, the good news is we've, <laughs> we've got already that off, got that out of the way. We've got that off the list already for we, the day. We didn't even pull out into the, the the road, and that already happened. So we we're good. <laughs> we've got that. Now, there's one thing I like to do every day. Generally, right after I get home from from work, you know what it is? What's that? Take a nap. Yeah. To me, and my naps are very important. More important now than they used to be. And I came across this from the Journal of Sleep Health. That which is important. It is. Habitual nappers have bigger brains. So do you now you nap? Yeah, but I don't think it has anything to do with Howard. I'm just lazy. Researchers looked at data from 35,000 participants. That's a pretty big study. And found that for most people, as we age, our brains shrink. But those of us who nap on a regular basis, we add six and a half years to our life. Oh, that's good news. And I'm not sucking up, Howard. I mean, you use your brain more than probably that. You're always thinking. You're always looking for things to do. You're always thinking about your show. You're, you know, so... That's why you need to nap. Well, the naps are important to me. I, yesterday was a day where I had a very hard time finding time to nap. You couldn't wait to close your eyes, could you? And it was a it was a problem for me because I really I needed I needed the nap, and I had to find time when I was able to step away from Teddy for a while. My wife was there, and I said, "Look, you can just take just watch Teddy for fifteen minutes. I got to take my nap. Naps are important to me. I know some of you are gonna text me and laugh at me, but naps are important. And apparently, they give me a bigger brain. I like that." Some companies like Ben & Jerry's, Nike, Google, have made the midday nap a part of their routine day. And now is that like for all their employees, they get to take a nap also? Yep. It's oh, all, the employees, all of the employees get to take a siesta. Those are just some of the companies listed here in the story I have in front of me. Famous nappers, nappers that, you know, people over the years who enjoyed the nap. Talking about naps. Has made Garen tired. She's she's yawning in here. You all can't see it. She's yawning. I'm We're talking sleepy. about naps, and she's yawning in here. Famous nappers include Leonardo da Vinci. He was a napper. Big brain too. Did not know that. Stephen King. Great always, author. Always thinking. Great author. Needs a big brain to write those stories, horror stories. Margaret Thatcher, former Prime Minister of Great Britain. She needed a big brain. She had a big brain because she was a napper. She was a napper. So I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling good about it. The, I don't know, uh, Howard. You've been in radio your whole life. I have not. I have come and gone and had to do other things. The only time, two things I can remember where they encouraged you to take a nap was radio. Yeah, go ahead and take a nap. Or kindergarten. <laughs> They'd let you take a nap there in the afternoon. But let's be brutally honest. Radio and kindergarten are not all that far apart. No. They're, not, they're, they're not all that far apart. 722. One more personal story. Here we go. It's, I am too old to do this now. But there was a time, and I know you watch them all the time like I do, Bob, like you watch the cop shows, right? There was a time when I thought, boy, wouldn't it be cool to be a detective, right? Just to be a detective. Now, the problem with being a detective, as you learn from watching cop shows, is you got to be a policeman first. You know, you got to pass all the qualifications, you got to do all the physical requirements, then you got to be a beat cop, and then you got to work your way up. I get this from Law and Order. I know what I'm talking about. Till you get your gold shield, right? So you have to be a cop before you can become a detective. But apparently, in Tucson, Arizona, mm -hmm. they've got a new position, which is civilian detective. That sounds like you, Howard. If I'm a little bit too old, probably, but I like the idea. I'm on it. You have to you have to go through some training, but I hopefully well, that, might, that might be a problem. Well, if it's, I hope it's like 
you know, big brain training, not... You're just going to sit there and say, arrest that man, like you're not going to try to apprehend anybody, I'm hoping it's not like, you know, run 10 times around the block in a minute. But uh, you have to go through a training, um, and you would not get a gun. That's good. Yeah, You probably don't want one anyway, do you? I don't know if you'd trust me with one. (laughs) Uh, But you could make arrests, and you could investigate crimes. You could visit crime scenes, interview suspects, help bust the bad guys. Uh, That's in Tucson, Arizona. They call it a professional staff investigator. You basically get to be a detective without having to be three years as a cop first, which is what normally is the case in Tucson. I, first place, not being funny about it, I think that makes some sense. I mean, there are people that would, could be good detectives, but maybe couldn't meet some of the requirements of being a cop. Yeah, but I watch those shows that you do. The cops that I watch on TV, they're not going to have any part of that. They don't want a civilian like you telling them they what to do, so. Howard. Like, yeah, want- you're right. Again, I, lo- I learned it on Law & Order. When the civilian cops show up, got problems. they all get upset. You know, we don't need civilians here uh, interfering with our police investigations. So. When I watch NCIS, they get mad when just like – County cops. Come oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the local Leos. You don't want local Leos. So they're around. not going to show you any respect, Howard. <laughs> so, but it's. Too, I'm not. I, this is. You know. I'm not looking for another career at this stage of the game. But I, but I, that would have been. That would have been neat to do in a younger line. Sounds like. Age. Sounds like Monk. You know. He doesn't carry a gun. He uses his wits. You ever watch that show, Howard? Dumb question. Was Monk ever a detective? Uh, ever a cop? He was. He was a cop. I think so. Yeah, it was a detective. Really smart guy. So and he had some mental. Animal. Yeah, had a few uh, mental issues, but uh, very entertaining show. All right, seven twenty four, twenty four after the hour here. <clears throat> Watchdog morning show. Major conversation later on today. We'll be with our friend Tom Skateri, our Pentagon correspondent. What happened in Russia this weekend? I mean, we we've read the stories, but what what's the backstory of this? The, uh, the the leader of the revolution yesterday said, well, this was not an attempt to overthrow the government. Then I would ask the question, what was it? What, what, was, it, what was the point of it? Uh, we're going to talk to Tom about that coming up a little bit later on. And also some political news that Tom and I will get into, including CNN released the audio. Boy, it is crystal clear audio, too. Usually when you see new, hear news audio, it's like, it's crystal clear audio. It's, like, it's probably better than what you're hearing us on the radio right now. Of Trump flipping through documents and telling some staffers uh, about how he just got these classified documents, and he's reading them out loud about Iran war plans. And he says, oh, you know, I shouldn't be doing this. This is a secret. Uh, uh, If I was still president, I could declassify these, but I can't do that anymore. I mean, that's that's not going to augur well for for his uh, federal indictment. So we'll talk about that with Tom Scateri as well. Then I've got some food talk coming up, including... I can't get this, Bob, because you and I don't feel this. Lunch is fading away. People are not going to lunch as much as they used to anymore. And got some stats and figures on that, and I got to figure out why. Why don't people go to lunch anymore? So we got food talk coming up. That's just part of the food talk. Plus slider on sports. Somebody will do a sports report. Uh, Adam Fike weather, Taylor Long as Ohio Valley headlines, and good news as I mentioned for the Nappers. All that's coming up. Here on the Watchdog Morning Show, I should remind you, you can be part of the program. Use the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, or the Frio Stack Auction Service hotline, which is 304-232-8255. The lines are open. They are available for you to use. Uh, Bob and Garrett and I have some thoughts on many things over the course of the next couple of hours. Hope you'll stick around. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. 
On the Tuesday edition of the show, the latest on what's going on with WVU basketball, Dave Bryan from Steeler Depot joins us at 4 o'clock. Tom Bragg in studio at 5, and an announcement about professional wrestling in Charleston. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out in our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Have you lost Ohio Medicaid? At healthcare.gov, you can find a low-cost quality health plan. Do plans cover doctor visits? What about emergency care? And prescriptions? All covered and more. Plus, with the new law, four out of five customers can find a plan for $10 or less per month with financial help. Healthcare.gov is here for you. Enroll today for coverage starting the first of next month. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Rods, muscle cars, trick trucks, and more. America's favorite car show is back for its 40th anniversary season and our biggest show of the year. Cruise on out for the Good Guys 25th Summit Racing Nationals presented by PVG. July 7th through the 9th at the Ohio Expo Center in Columbus. Don't miss this huge weekend of automotive happening featuring over 6,000 classic rides on display. Good Guys CPP autocross racing action and so much more. It's all happening July 7th through the 9th at the Ohio Expo Center. Hang with the good guys where real car people come to play. Get details at good-guys.com. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of quick service choices from McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Taco Bell, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, or DiCarlo's Pizza. Or you can dine in at Eden Park, Promanti Brothers, Texas Roadhouse, El Paso, or Quaker Steak and Lube. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. Frio Stack and Associates auctioneers, realtors, certified appraisers specializing in antiques, business liquidations, multi-parcel land auctions. Frio Stack and Associates is a regional business offering the executor, attorney, agent, and other individuals the most comprehensive and technologically advanced auction and appraisal services available. For information on our service, call our office at 304-233-3168 or email frioauc at aol.com. Frio Stack and Associates sells the earth and everything on it. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Who is it? I know this is some contemporary singer that I should know. Who is this? Uh, it's a young lady by the name of Carly Ray Jepsen, who I I couldn't have told you that if I didn't look it up. Yeah, I bet Garen, Garen knew who it was, I'm sure. I heard that. Uh, call me, maybe. I was working, uh, when I was working at West Lib a few years ago, Bob, and one of the people I talked to all the time knew a little bit more contemporary stuff than I did. And we'd be texting back and forth, and she would always say, call me. And then the second one would be, maybe. This went on for days. Finally, I said, 
why do you keep saying that? She said, do you not listen to the music on the radio? And my short answer was, no, <laughs> no, I don't. So I, I came to learn that song only because I was embarrassed because she kept saying, call me, maybe. That was like the biggest hit. Yeah, I was going to say that. It was a big hit. Big hit? Big hit. How big a hit? I got a neon green sweatshirt from the New Jersey boardwalk with that (laughs) album cover printed on it. Like it's some kiosk. All right. Who is it? Carly B. Schmuckholy? What was it? Who was it? Ginga Duty? Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly Rae Jepsen? No, was she a Jetson? Was was she she a one one hit wonder? She did another song with. Um, another group that was also kind of a one-hit wonder, and that song got big, but that was it. That was it. So nobody was calling her, even maybe? Didn't no, even call no calls. <laughs> I was it called her once, and that was it. <laughs> All right, coming up at the top of the hour, ABC covers the world. We're going to be looking at a big week ahead for the Supreme Court. ABC's Lindsay Watts reporting from uh, Washington on the Supreme Court. The latest on Russia, ABC's Ian Pinnell has a report from the Ukraine, and uh, Putin had some comments yesterday about the Russian uprising. We will hear about that. Uh, and uh, much more coming up at the top of the hour. ABC covers all the national stories for you. And right now at 7.32, 28 till the hour, Taylor Long has Ohio Valley headlines. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this June the 27th. Police have reported that the woman who was shot leading police to a standoff with the suspect is in stable condition. Officials say 82-year-old Carl Gist shot his neighbor, 67-year-old Cassandra Jeter, while she was mowing the lawn Saturday morning. They say Jeter was flown by medical helicopter to a Pittsburgh hospital after suffering a gunshot wound to her neck. Police say he exited the house holding a semi-automatic pistol and was ordered multiple times to drop the weapon before he pointed the handgun at officers and was shot. He was taken to Weirton Medical Center where he was pronounced dead. And West Virginia, which is ranked the worst in the nation for broadband service, availability and speed, is making major improvements. Reliable broadband is crucial in today's time. Senator Joe Manchin announced $1.2 billion in federal funding to improve the Mountain State's broadband and cell phone service. The money comes through the Bipartisan Infrastructure Laws Broadband Equity, Access and Deployment Program. Close to 300,000 spots in the state have dead zones, and this money will work to get a handle on the issue. West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey announced the creation of the WV First Foundation in March as a way to distribute settlement money to counties across the state. The state was divided into regions, and now those regions will vote for board members in July as the latest step. Money awarded will then go to two recovery programs, research and education related to substance abuse and to support law enforcement and cracking down on drug trafficking. The attorney general says the money distributed to the counties can only go to address the opioid crisis. And county election boards all over the Buckeye State received incorrect information. Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose reported left off a portion of the language when he sent the directives regarding the August special election for a constitutional amendment. Early voting starts July 11th. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Tuesday, everyone. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com.
Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care close to home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes. Offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute. Establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services. And equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Hey there, Dave Weekly here. Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular in or out. Metro News Hotline. Weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Outside the rain begins, and it may never end. So cry no more, I'm sure. Now, yesterday, this was on Howard's playlist. I was saying, this sounds like from, this sounds like a leftover from yesterday. But the the difference was you had Rita Coolidge down on your on your playlist. I did. This is Boss Skaggs, who you're making fun of. His voice. I love this song. It's a good song. And I went with Boss Skaggs because he actually wrote the song. Makes so, sense. There you go. 
Did he voice act for the Muppets too? Wait a minute, what? Did he voice act for the Muppets too? <laughs> Why would you say that? He sounds like Kermit. What are you showing your true colors now that you only have a couple oh, days to yeah. go? You're going to take shots at everybody? Yeah. 7.32 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Garen, yesterday we did the, you did your SNL bit, your little Saturday Night Live comedy oh, yes. bit. Did you get any reaction to that? Anybody say, whoa, what a great job you My did. My dad told me I said, um, too much. Like, well, but other than that, I did great. Oh, okay. You he did said, great. do you want to hear my dad opinion or my communications opinion? And I said both. And he said, quit saying um, but you did great. Yeah, that's <laughs> dad. I, I get, I and that's get. natural, dad. I, I mean, I, everybody does that. You know, you're, you're, you were brand new to it. I thought you did great, kid. Thank you. Um, we were talking off the air. You went to the comedy uh, act at the uh, Wheeling Island Hotel Casino Racetrack this weekend? Mm-hmm. Good? Super good. Who was it? Do you know? Um, Tammy Pescatelli. And yes, I okay. don't remember the guy who opened for her, but he was really funny, too. All right. I don't know Tammy Pescatelli, but I saw some commercials for it. Apparently, she's been in some pretty big – I mean, she's done some big oh, yeah. shows and stuff. Yeah. She just did a movie. So was she funny? She was really funny. I laughed really hard. My grandma was even laughing. Was she raunchy? Was it uncomfortable sitting no. there with grandma? I thought it was really – like. My grandma was counting because my pap wanted to go, but he hates when they say the F word. So she went and she was counting the whole time. And there was only one the whole time. Really? Yeah. And was there a reasonable crowd there? Yeah, I think there was like 500 people or so. Okay. You know, I um, we have uh, Generations does comedy shows from time to time now. Oh, really? um, and, of course, the, the Downs, the Wheeling Island Hotel Casino Racetrack does it all the time. Um we're going to show everybody what a team we are. When you get back in town, Howard and I are going to going to jazz it up. We're going to sit down with our writing skills. We're going to come back, and you're going to go out there, and you're going to nail it. We I'll, are? I'll do it. <laughs> we on. are? You're a good comedy writer, Howard. Okay. Sit down. Think of the old Dick Van Dyke show. You and I in an well, office, listen, Howard. Dick Van Dyke was funny because he fell over a bed all the time. He tripped. He <laughs> fell. That, see, and, I can do that. And if, with Bud Light, we'd probably be a lot funnier. So, yeah, <laughs> that, that might be a problem. We'll, we'll, we'll see We'll see what we but can I, do. The, the, I asked the question because I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by the fact that we seem to have a real interest and a real audience for comedy acts here in the Upper Ohio Valley. And that'd be good. That'd be great. I, I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's like huge right now nationally yeah like i like there's a ton of like big comedians on tour right now and everyone's trying to get tickets and a bunch of specials coming out all the time so you probably don't know this but i'm old and um i so i don't know any of the comedians anymore again i don't, I don't the, tammy piscatelli i only know because i saw a commercial for it and they listed some of the things she did and I, oh well that's actually a, you know i don't I, once you get past elaine boozler remember elaine boozler yeah, I was thinking Lisa Lapinelli or something like that. She's oh. kind of vulgar though. She she's once you get past some of the I don't I don't know. Bill my, Cosby was my favorite. My oh, favorite. You really showed oh, how old you are. Oh, my favorite girls are Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Well yes, they are. Yes, they're they're they're, 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 they're great. They're Howard, great. I just hope to I hope to live to see it. I know I, I I'm I'm getting the vision that uh, probably out in California are uh Intern Garen is going to hit the big time. She'll be, they'll be interviewing her. She'll be the newest sensation in the comedy world. And they'll say, Garen, how'd you get your start? Well, you're not going to believe this. is back in Wheeling, West Virginia on this uh, lousy talk show in the morning with uh, some guy named Howard Monroe. That, that's how I got my start. You and I are going to see it's going to be a big deal. You know, Garen, it just wants just to be a one-name right, performer. Right. Garen 
performing live at the uh, one show only. Hollywood Bowl. One show only, right? <laughs> sold out. You, sold out. And you and I are just like, Bob, we, you know, we, it's one final road trip. Let's go we gotta see We've got to go. We'll surprise her. And oh, we'll, I'd fly you guys out and we'll And we'll go out and we'll we'll go up and, and they'll say, well, sir, sir, it's sold out. And we'll say, yeah, but we know Gary and we, we help give her her start. You go back there and tell her that Bob and Howard are here. We're here. And, come, and, and I go, who's that? The guy will come back and go. She said she doesn't know you. <laughs> you are? <laughs> yes, you are? You are. <laughs> All right, 18 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I don't know if he is kind of funny, but more importantly, he gives us a good weather forecast. It's Adam Fike. Good morning, Adam. Howard, to be completely honest, I mean this in the nicest way possible, but I think I'm hilarious sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought that up, Adam, because, look, not only are we buddies, you know, I'm a fan of you guys. I watch the 5 o'clock uh, newscast every morning. I'm waiting there to, to wait and, and pick up Howard. What was going on when you guys wrapped up right before 6 o'clock? I think I saw Dwight Schrute and uh, Michael Scott from The Office in there. Were they actually in the studio with you guys? I think I walked up before that, so I actually have no clue what you're talking about. Howard, you're looking at me like... They're, they're doing their thing. Yeah. And then, like, I, I didn't see Adam, but then, voila, are you familiar with The Office? I, I, it's not one of my favorite shows. I know the characters <gasps> you're talking about. And it appeared that Dwight Trute was laying on his back and Michael Scott was trying to spit into his mouth. What? <laughs> That's what I said on the Big Seven. Adam, what the heck is he talking about? Oh, um, I think I know what he's talking about. If they are trending today with talking about uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk in their quote-unquote upcoming cage match. Okay. That's a thing. So, all right. So, so it was it was like a video clip or something. I thought uh, I thought you meant they were light, laying there on the floor of the big set. Yeah, me a little bit uh, a little bit scared. Um, Adam. Uh, you you seem to be enamored with the word gloomy. I've noticed that this week. That once again today in the forecast at uh, wtf.com, gloomy is the word of the day again. Is that what we have to look forward to? I mean, well, if you look outside, it's cloudy, it's drizzling, it's gloomy. It's gloomy. All right. See, I use a different word. I always call a day like this where it's just overcast and dreary and drizzly, and I call it for stunt. It's a verstummt kind of day, but I suppose you really have a hard time spelling that on on your website. So maybe gloomy works out. So it's a gloomy day in store today, right? Howard, I think I've told you this before, but I've had speech issues, which is funny because I talk on TV on a daily basis. I've had speech issues since I was young. I can barely pronounce some words. Like I struggle to say full forecast and security. <laughs> How could I say whatever you? For stunt, for stunt would be difficult. All right, I I hear you. I I, I, I understand that. So it is going to be mainly a gloomy day today. Although I do see in the forecast that uh, I'm looking at here, we might see a little bit of sunshine popping in and out today. Not so much today. It's just like one of those you might. It see says it right here. Movement. It says pockets of sunshine. I didn't make that up. I, less pockets of sunshine than yesterday, Howard. Okay. Less. Less. less Howard. All right. All right. All right. All right. So I should have been specific, Howard. Okay. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Confusing a little brain there. And and we're gonna be uh, gonna be in the low seventies again today, right? Or not today again, but low seventies today, right? Got that one right. All right, thank you. I'm glad I got, I'm glad I got, I'm glad I got something right. Tomorrow, um, yeah, I guess starting off kind of well gloomy maybe, but a better afternoon, right? Right. 
I'm just seeing where you go with this. <laughs> well, I'm just trying. Yeah, what's to, on the paper there, Howard? I'm just trying. I'm trying to encourage him to, you know, to to share to share here. Uh, so we start off with some rain tomorrow, and then turn into sunshine, and then that stays with us for a day, right? Yeah. So anything, honestly, most of us won't even see rain tomorrow morning. Okay, anything good. we see before sunrise, the most of us will still be sleeping when the rain moves out. We'll see increase in sunshine throughout the day tomorrow. So, like, I would say breakfast morning can be cloudy. Lunchtime, okay. partly cloudy. By dinner time, that's when we're really going to see the sunshine. Okay. So, Bob, if you're in the middle, best to do it, like, tomorrow, like, dinner time-ish. Gotcha. Okay. All right. That's, that's when it's going to be coolest, when it's going to be the least humid and when we'll still see sunshine. Because if you wait till Thursday, we're going to be back in the mid-80s and it's going to be dew points in the 60s. So, it's going to be very sticky. Maybe not a good day for grass cutting, but a nice day nonetheless. I was thinking going to Ogaby maybe Thursday. Get yeah. my work done and going to Ogaby. That sounds good. And what's the weekend bringing us? Okay, so Friday Friday's still the day that I'm – I'll be careful with how I work. Of I'm still uncertain about. Friday, it's one of those days it's worse going to be like yesterday, where you'll see pockets of sunshine, you see periods of clouds, but there's a chance for a pop-up shower or a thunderstorm. Okay. They were kind of just – they just kind of just pop up wherever they want. So the day itself actually isn't going to be bad. It's not until we get to the afternoon that we see that activity try to pop up. So Thursday, Friday, good pool days. Just make sure you have the Storm Tracker 7 weather app, especially Friday, in case any storms do pop. But come the weekend, that's when we'll see our next, I would say, big system come through. Warm front comes through Friday night into Saturday. So good chance we'll see scattered showers and storms. Temperature still in the upper 80s. Sunday, we'll see the cold front bringing more scattered showers and a few rumbles of thunder. So come Monday, back to sunshine. And uh, Monday, it, well, I don't know when is when is most people's Fourth of July. I mean, the Fourth of July is Tuesday, but I'm going to assume that most people are going to have their Fourth of July, probably a long weekend, and have their real fourth, long weekend. Fourth of July. Well, I'm, I would assume that people do their barbecue and stuff on Sunday or Monday. I, we we are fortunate enough; we get uh, a four day weekend. We get Monday and Tuesday both off next week, but I don't know if most people are going to do that or not. So I'm not sure when when the big grilling day will be. Monday, do you think? I don't know, but you don't have to rub it in. <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> I I apologize for that. But while I'm thinking about it, we won't be here on Monday or Tuesday. Or Tuesday, Adam. Just, 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 however, as I always say, uh, I'll sort of be thinking about you as I come out of my uh, overnight sleep the, then. Adam, appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Gloomy today, or forstunk, as I like to say. Uh, 64 at the airport, 63 at the Highland, 64 uh, at the Elm Grove Studios, and 64 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. We will talk to you tomorrow, Adam. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, not really. Oh, yeah, we will. I'm tomorrow. taking Bob. Yes, Howard. Yes, we will. Bright yeah. and early. Yes. Yeah, we'll talk to him tomorrow. <laughs> Won't we? Listen, I, let me be as honest, <laughs> be as honest with sure. everybody as I possibly I am tired. Uh, <laughs> All right. I, I didn't I, – it's not that I didn't sleep well. I just woke up still tired. Um, so I'm my mind isn't isn't in full gear. So, Well, obviously mine isn't either because Adam will be joining us tomorrow. Uh, 749, almost 750, 10 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Weather is the – a new poll found that 35% of Americans enjoy doing small talk. Do you like to make small talk? I don't. No, I hate that. You know. How you doing? Yeah. That's about the, the extent of my small that's it, talk. Yeah, exactly. Hey, how you doing? And, that's, and move on. I'll smile at people. Yeah. That's it. You know, if I, you sit down at, um, I don't know, a cocktail party or even whatever, and um, 
And then people want to talk about wait, that's different things. Oh, you you make I, small if talk. I'm at a, if I'm at a function, I love to talk, and I'll talk my head off. What do you talk about? Like if I'm at a party or like something like that, like I'll talk to everybody with ears. But if I'm like walking down the street, don't say hi to me. Well, yeah, if you were walking down the street and talking, you know, like, well, to yourself, you'd be, people would be looking strange at you. Yeah, but, like, people are, like, like they'll walk past you and they'll be like, hey, how you doing? So you're at a cocktail party or you're over at the Downs or something and you, uh, uh, you people are around you and you got to talk to them. What, what would you, what do you talk about? I don't know. Usually how great I am. <laughs> Number one choice for small talk is your hobbies. I have no hobbies, so that doesn't work for me. Number two, current events. If I'm going to talk to people about anything, yeah, it's current events. I have a haircut today, Bob. What do you talk about to your barber? You know, usually I just go with the flow. You know, usually she uh, starts the conversation. Now, let me tell you something about Howard Garrett. I've been to many social events with Howard. I feel like he is a small talker. He's not. Howard goes to the corner. You know, especially really? especially without yeah. Bud Light in his hand. Howard yeah. is looking for a corner, and he'd rather nobody come over there and start talking to him. <laughs> now, am I, am I right or wrong? No, it's a line that I use. I've used on the air, and people have heard me say it, and my friends know I say it. Somebody comes come to me and says, oh, listen, um, did you hear about uh, Garen the other night? And my line is what? I don't know, and I don't care. And then he starts walking away. And I start walking away. <laughs> Number two thing we talk about are current events. Number three is travel. Mm, now, it's interesting. When I'm on vacation, like with the Uniglove folks, that's all you talk about. Everybody at the table talks about where have you been, where you're going next, all that kind of stuff. You love that. I do love that. I do love that. Then it's number four is what I would have thought is the number one small talk subject, the weather. You know, they say everybody talks about the weather. Nobody does anything about it. So number Wonderful four. Wonderful weather we're having. What I miss, you know, it's just my lifestyle, isn't there? I miss bar talk. I miss being at a bar, bellied up, and just enjoying the conversation. That's, you know, yes. you would learn so much if yes. you would just listen when you're at the bar. If you can hear, turn that jukebox down. Maybe. <laughs> well, we're the ones usually playing the jukebox, so that's... Uh, hey, quit that's, playing that old stuff. All right. Eight before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Sports coming up next. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Tuesday edition of the show, the latest on what's going on with WVU basketball. Dave Bryant from Steeler Depot joins us at 4 o'clock. Tom Bragg in studio at 5. And an announcement about professional wrestling in Charleston. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out in our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Get 11% off everything to complete your landscape project at Menards. Add beauty and an accent to your garden or walkway with mini crackle solar LED landscape lights by Patriot Lighting. The LED light automatically turns on at dusk and off during the day and installs easily with no wiring headaches. Right now, just $3.99 each after 11% rebate. Good through July 4th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Want to know what's up in Wheeling? Tune in Wednesdays at noon for Your Wheeling. No two ways about it. With Mayor Glenn Elliott and Vice Mayor Chad Thalman. Live and local, only on The Watchdog. It's the summer's hottest party, the Circus Saints and Sinners Party on the Plaza, presented by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. The fun happens Saturday, July 8th at the Plaza on Market in downtown Wheeling. Enjoy food trucks, beer, and wine, and all-day live music starring Cleveland's number one party band, The Players Club, and Pittsburgh party powerhouse, Jukebox. 
partyontheplaza.org. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 want to thank the owners and contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate, and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial, and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information, call Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 at 304-233-4445. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios, in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. It takes a little luck for everything in life. It also takes a little skill. You gotta have a little skill, a little experience, a little bit of knowledge. Throw some luck in, and then you can do your job and do it well. Which is why I'm always uh, happy to ha- to introduce this segment of the show because he's got knowledge, he's got skill, he's got experience, and because frankly we all have a little bit of luck. And it's time now for my good friend Bob Slider and Slider on Sports. Bob. Bob. You're you're not Bob. Darren on sports today. You're not Bob. Not Bob. You're not Bob. Your hair is frizzier than his. Look at her, Howard. She is not Bob. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. No, I'd make a comment, but I'm not going to say it because I'm too polite. Well, I guess. um, All right, then. It's time for Garen on sports. The 2023 College Baseball World Series came to a close last night. The LSU Tigers defeated the Florida Gators 18-4. This after Florida defeated the Tigers 24-4 Sunday, forcing Game 3. Florida jumped out to a 2-0 lead, but then it was all LSU. The Tigers racked up six runs in the second. Josh Pearson homered in the fourth. Dylan Cruz was 4-for-6. Braden Jobert a triple shy of the cycle with three RBI to lead the Tigers. College basketball news, Trey Mitchell has left the West Virginia University basketball team. He will now play for the University of Kentucky. The Pittsburgh Pirates return home to PNC Park after a disastrous road trip. They will host the San Diego Padres for a three-game series. Rich Hill on the hill for Pittsburgh. He is 6-7. and seven. Hugh Darvich, 5-6 and six for San Diego. First pitch, 7-05. The Pirates now 35-42, and 42, trailing the Milwaukee Brewers by five-and-a-half games in the National League Central Division. The 2023 NHL Draft is tonight in Nashville, Tennessee. The Chicago Blackhawks have the first pick and are expected to select Connor Bedard with that pick. The St. Louis Blues have three picks in the first round, the 10th, 25th, and 29th pick. The Pittsburgh Penguins have the 14th pick overall. Garrett on sports, 7.57 a.m. Wow. What do you think? I think she did great. <sighs> give her you a, nailed it. That was a breath. Yeah, you did good. You did good. I give you a good B+. Plus. Ah, come on. I'll give you an A. That's passing. You need to work on your pacing and your phrasing. Yeah, well, she's excited. I'm I'm trying to be helpful here. Professor Monroe is going to be a little tougher on you. I'm complimenting. I want to, you know, her dad offered her advice, and I'm not her dad, but I'm old enough to be. And so pacing and phrasing are two important parts of of reading. (laughs) That, you know what, that is something most people don't realize, that when you do when you're always talking, whether it's a talk show or reading news and so on, you do get, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a phrase for that. But yeah, you can hyperventilate and it can make you lightheaded. You have to learn how to 
So breathe. I'm going to add that to you. Pacing, phrasing, and breathing. Breathing. <laughs> breathe, Garen. Breathe. Put that on my could improve breathing. list. Yeah. No, good Good job. Great good job, job just offering you. some advice on things that uh, you might want to work on as you move forward. Uh, good job. Garen on sports. You've got such a good name. Right. I mean, it's a perfect name for being in radio or television. You know, Garen. Like, there's only one. You know, well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's not like Sheila. No no, no offense <laughs> to any Sheilas out there. No offense, no offense. Or Nancy. My wife's name is Nancy. Just, you know, standard. Garen. Just jump, you know, I can see that on the on the marquee. Oh, yeah. Right, you know? Garen, tonight, performing. One show only, Garen. Sold out. Or, you know, tonight, Garen will have an investigative report on News Center 62 or whatever. Well, if I ever had a show, I'd want to make it The Crawl Show, but that's already done. But it was only done with two L's, so I wonder if I could get away with doing it with my one L. Yeah, you got to use Garen. Garen's a, Garen's a, it's a killer name there. you got to use Garen. I get cruel, you know, you protect your heritage and all. Nah, oh. you, got, you want to do Garen, I think. Yeah, but what's that go with? It doesn't go with anything. You we'll, don't we'll figure something out. Garen. What, what does Cher go with? Sharon with Garen. True. You know, what does Madonna go you're, with? You're so right. You know, you just you just are Garen. And then the day will come and they'll be talking, well, you see you, Garen's on TV tonight. Okay, that's what you do. 64 at the airport, 63 at uh, the Highland, 64 at the Elm Grove Studios, 64 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Tom Skateri and I talk about the Russian Revolution, eh, maybe, next hour. From ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. Former President Trump's re-election campaign is responding to the audio tapes in which he appears to acknowledge that he was in possession of classified material outside the White House. Yeah. See, as president, I couldn't have less. Yeah. Uh, now I can't, you know, but this is yeah, classified. Now, now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Here's ABC Chief Law and Justice Correspondent Pierre Thomas. Audio obtained by ABC News involves a July 2021 conversation between Trump, members of his staff, and two researchers on a book that was being written by former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. It is like highly confidential, yeah. secret. <laughs> this is secret information. Look, look at this. The audio, which is being publicly heard for the first time, is a critical piece of evidence for special counsel Jack Smith. Trump's campaign says the former president was speaking rhetorically. Russia says it will not prosecute the Wagner mercenary group or its leader, Yevgeny Perosian. Perosian broke his silence from an unknown location. Saying in an audio recording that his goal was not to overthrow Putin's government, but rather to protest Moscow's attempt to dissolve his forces into the Russian army. ABC's Justin Finch. Airline travelers nationwide continue to be impacted by patches of bad weather and residual flight cancellations and delays because of it. It's been very frustrating. Uh, got the airport, got our bags checked in, the flight was delayed, then delayed again, and then canceled. 